1: What is up and what's happening everybody and welcome in to another episode of the uptempo podcast i'm your host blake lane here tonight with my co-host dustin smith and we are here to talk about the auburn baseball tigers absolutely dominating North Alabama, Tuesday night, 13-1 to in seven innings. And, Dustin, we have a big weekend series that was just moved from L.A. with USC to the Plains at Plainsman Park this weekend. We will touch on that on the back end of this episode. But first, Dustin, man, give me just off the dome, straight off the top, man, your thoughts about Tuesday night and this baseball team's performance.
0: Ike Irish and Brandon Bryson Ware. that's Mm. that's the first thing that comes to mind these two guys Mm. uh, ike's nine for 16 on the season and bryson is 10 for 15 these guys are absolutely raking um i text you in the middle of the game after they have both you know Ike gets up there then bryson comes right behind him. they both get a hit i just to me having those two guys back to back is super deadly and if you've got a guy like bobby barrels leading off like man uh just the depth of this lineup from one to nine how we can attack you in different ways stands out yeah um Mobile native, Pensacola State Pirate, yeah. Copeland uh, getting the dub, uh, having a good night. And then we saw our two relievers that had the strong weekend and Isbell and Armstrong come in, and they do as well. And um, here's the thing, bro. You look at Texas A&M losing to Lamar. You look at Florida mm-hmm. blow, giving up an 8-9 run, whatever it was, top of the mm-hmm. ninth inning to lose to South Florida. You look at Tennessee with some of their losses that they have already. Um, man. You know, and like you, you make the point all the time, baseball is a crazy game. So anything can happen yep. in these games. You come out in front of a good crowd. Shout out to everybody in Huntsville that came out and made it a nice atmosphere for the boys. I'm glad that everybody got, you know, Auburn fan of that town, got to see that. And 13-1, to 1, man, we kicked their ass. You couldn't ask for much more.
1: Yeah, Dustin, and, and you know, I'm going to make that point again as everybody says, oh, well, they were playing North Alabama. Look, I don't care who you're playing, okay? <laughs> yeah. Baseball is a funny game. You can be beat on any given night. It doesn't matter who you play, where you play them. It it just simply it doesn't matter, you know. I think baseball is one of the, uh, the one of the sports that home field advantage really and truly like the fans and all that stuff. Like it at the end of the day, it doesn't matter, you know, yeah. uh, because it's it's you know bat the barrel of the bat going to the baseball and the guy on the mound and how well you play defense. I mean, other than that, man. Uh, It doesn't matter who you play, where you play them, and what time you do play them. And and you're seeing it across the country. So, uh, you know, this Auburn team did what they were supposed to do. And it was also nice to see this pitching staff. We'll get to offense in a minute. But this pitching staff to go out in a a seven-inning game, and you only use three guys, man. And and you talk about Connor Copeland, uh, the mobile guy. He comes out. His pitch counts did get a little hairy at times. All uh, right, they they got up in the numbers a little bit, and I think that's why he got pulled in the fourth. You know, going three and two thirds, but he threw strikes, had six Ks. Uh, he got his first first win as an Auburn Tiger. Uh, but his stuff looked good, man. He looked good, you know, and and he really didn't fall into any trouble until that fourth inning where he gave up a couple hits. I know he gave up a big double and everything, but uh, his stuff looked good. And could he have solidified that midweek game, that midweek starter slot right there? Because if you throw like that, man, uh, yeah. you know, it, it, the stuff looked good and you give us four or five innings, I liked what I saw.
0: Yeah. Um, I would say for now, he's got that that four that midweek spot solidified and we're TBA on Sunday starter. So if that's something that goes into the season and then Copeland continues to do good in the midweek, you might have to reevaluate that and say, OK, maybe we got to throw him mm-hmm. in this third slot. So good, strong outing for him to start the season. Um, and like, you know, quick, quick work, seven innings. You don't overuse any of the arms. Yeah, like you said, the pitch count got up, but part of that's having six strikeouts. So mm-hmm. uh, he looked good, and the, the defense playing well behind him. Everybody doing their job. So he's like, you can't ask for much more in a situation like this because it's 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 easy to lose focus. Yeah. I mean, you just you just had a big series win versus Indiana. All yep. of a sudden, you find out either way you're preparing to play USC, but now you find out oh man, they're coming here. So you, yeah. you're hyped and amped up. It's easy to overlook a team like North Alabama, and we didn't do it.
1: Yeah, man, and and Connor Copeland's full stat line, three and two-thirds innings, three hits, one run. That run was earned. With 6 K, so kudos to him, man. Great job on the bump. And John Armstrong went one and one-third, one hit, two Ks, and still sitting on a zero ERA, Dustin. Uh, The the Frisbee slider, the freaky arm slot, so much fun to watch, man. Uh, The run on the fastball back into the righties uh, just eats them up, forces a lot of soft, weak contact. Uh, Excellent job. From John Armstrong, man. And uh and then we after that it was Chase Isbell, you know, he comes in for two innings, five hits, one run, one earned run, four K's. Uh, Chase Is well, man, these two guys are really showing that we saw them at the end of last year, and now they're they're even putting their stamp at the beginning of this year, man. Uh, it's really good to see for this Auburn Bullpen.
0: Yeah, Armstrong, um, do they do do they do like songs for a pitcher out the bullpen in college
1: uh yeah absolutely
0: yeah he needs we want the funk <laughs> gotta have that funk because yeah he's got it bro. or rick james or something he's got to come out yeah. with something funky uh because it's funky it's nasty and it's fun to watch the way like obviously you like the results but i just enjoyed watching Berkey last year i just like the mm-hmm. way he pitched it's just a fun style uh yeah with armstrong bro it's it's nasty and he he has strikeouts that go viral so that tells yep. you all you need to see like he's he's a highlight on the mound
1: no doubt no doubt, man, and and it's uh it's really nice to see that you only use three guys. You do you do your job, take care of business in the shortened game, uh, in that seven innings right there Tuesday night. But man, let's talk a little bit about this lineup. You go with Bobby Pierce leading off, Brody Moss getting the start at second base in the midweek, giving Caden Green uh, that rest Tuesday night. Then Justin Kirby, man. Uh, struggling a little bit at the plate. I think he's two for 11 on the year, but does have seven walks, and those two hits were two towering bombs uh, in the Indiana series. And then in the four-hole was Ike Irish. We will talk about Ike Irish. We got plenty to talk about there. In the five-hole was Bryson Ware, Dustin. We will also talk about him. Who is hotter than Bryson Ware? Uh, maybe the only person that you could say is Ike Irish. Uh, mm. And then in the six hole, man, Ryan Dahl. Ryan Dahl, you know, a veteran guy behind the plate, gets up there Tuesday night, makes the most of his opportunity, uh, and and got a base hit, uh, his first one of the year for the Auburn Tigers. So I think that, that speaks volumes that you can throw a guy like Dahl in there behind the plate. And, uh, and you give Nate LaRue a rest, and you still got a guy that can get in there and swing the bat. So uh, you got Cole Foster in the seven hole, and then Cam Hill, man, a guy that we saw get some playing time last year, steps in this year uh, over there at first base. Cooper McMurray still trying to get things figured out, and uh, Cam Hill looks to picked up where he left off from last year, still swinging it very nicely. Uh, got a hit in the first inning, I believe, uh, because the Auburn Tigers come out and scored six runs offensively. Man, right out the mm-hmm. gate, and then Case and Howe, uh dragging it up in the nine hole. Man, what a nine hole to have with Case and How there. Uh, but man, just talk a little bit about this offense and Auburn coming out in the first inning, starting off hot, six runs in the first inning right out the gate. Man,
0: I like I like this one a lot. Obviously, you were going to have guys like Nay, you know, and uh, and Kirby will be, but just. For the guys that are starters, I like where they. I like where we had them. I like this lineup. I, like you said, mm-hmm. there you go. Football already.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, a little fun. Okay.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude. Uh, I, you know how I feel about Bobby Pierce.
1: Oh um, my goodness!
0: This is this is my this is my favorite player on this baseball team. This is my mm-hmm. boy, and uh, he won my heart on a Saturday night in Knoxville.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, you
0: know, I, I'm all about that shit talk. So yeah, I lo- I love that. But you know I seriously the pop from the one spot
1: mm-hmm. and
0: he's made several good plays in the field as well. Like Bobby is doing his thing. He's batting 389 right now. Um, so just, just up and down, up and down this lineup, you are mm-hmm. going to, you are going to freak out some managers and like, you are going to frustrate some pitchers. If you, if you're, if, if you got a guy on first and then you're looking at it and it's like, Oh man, Ike's on deck. And then Bryson is behind him. Like, man, you can you can cause some damage. You can you can cause some problems.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent, man. And and that's what's so great about this Auburn lineup this year. And I said, becoming uh, right before the season, coming into this year, the Indiana series, people were asking me, they're like, man, how do you think with losing Sonny D? And I said, look, man, I, I think our lineup will be deeper right. than what it was last year because there was multiple games last year, man. Uh, where Auburn struggled to produce runs and it had to come at the, at the at the hands of Sonny DeShera with a with a late inning home run or something like that man uh, the bullpen really had to anchor down uh, late last year because Auburn just struggled to score runs and I said that I think that this year's team's gonna have a little bit more pop one through nine mm, right. uh just just there's not going to be as many holes. In the lineup because last year, let's be honest, man, I feel like once you got to that six, seven, eight, nine hole, it was a struggle, man. Uh, it was, it was, it was a struggle. And uh, there was a lot of strikeouts at the bottom of the lineup last year. Uh, and it just wasn't much pop. No, wasn't much power down there to really uh drive a ball in the gap and produce runs for the Auburn Tigers. So uh this year, man, you're already seeing it. They're three and one on the year. Pick up a big dub. Uh, my guy, man, is Ike Irish, and I just can't stop talking about him. Nine of sixteen on the year, hitting five sixty three. Went three of four Tuesday night. Uh, just absolutely raking the baseball, man. Uh, he can hit to all parts of the field, Dustin, and and you saw that in the very first inning Tuesday night. Uh, the kid doesn't stop. His pitch selection is absolutely fantastic. Uh, you can't you can't beat him on off speed. And then um, the fact that he just doesn't get cheated, bro, that yeah. still sticks out to me as being the biggest thing. He's only k would one time this year. Look, I know they've only played four games, but he's only k would yeah. one time. And that one K was a full count in game three of the Indiana series. All right. And the pitch looked a little in. I'll yes. give it to him. Like it looked a little in. It was it was dicey. So he doesn't get cheated, man. And he makes every count a hitter's count, and that's what is so fantastic about Ike Irish. Bryson Ware, man. Let's talk about Bryson Ware. I know you mentioned him uh, mentioned him a little bit. He's ten of fifteen on the year, six sixty seven average right now. We know <laughs> that's going to cool off. We know it's going to cool off a little yeah. bit. Uh, but he's already got four doubles on the year, man. And this is a guy who got a little bit of run last year. Uh, but a lot of people didn't expect him to be the starting third baseman this year. But guy comes out, makes the most of his opportunity in the fall, gets his start in the spring right here, and he's making the most of it now, man. Now look, he's got a cannon over at third base. All right? The defense, I'm not – you know, I wasn't worried about his defense, Uh and and you know he made an error on opening night but it was 22 degrees out there man so uh you know yeah chill out uh it it was 22 degrees and and look he fielded the baseball right he fielded the ball he just couldn't get it out of his glove he couldn't get a grasp on the baseball you know Uh, uh, so couldn't feel the seams. probably his hands were frozen so (laughs) i was there so i know how cold it was um but, yeah, man, Bryson Ware, uh, three RBIs Tuesday night. Bobby Pierce, three more RBIs. I mean, Ooh. these dudes, they're hot, man. They're hot. Sure. They're raking. Uh, we just need to see Justin Kirby get going, in my opinion, man. Uh, if if Justin Kirby really gets uh, to hitting the baseball, look, he's drew seven walks on the year, Dustin. That is yeah, on one hell base. of an eye. It's one hell of an eye. One hell of an eye. Uh, for you to stand there and draw seven walks. Now he is two for eleven, but I know he will get cranked up. This is a career. What I think he hit like three thirty when he was at Kent State or something like that. Dude's insane. Got massive pop. Uh, I saw him hit a ball four hundred and twenty three feet in the Indiana series over the Green Monster. Man, this lineup. This lineup's nasty. They're nasty, man. And 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 you know. Like I said, I don't want anybody to say, oh, well, they played North Alabama. All right. I watched them play against Indiana, and I'm, and I'm, damn it, I'm getting ready to watch them play against USC this weekend because that one got moved uh, to Plainsman. So, Dustin, man, just give me your thoughts overall from top to bottom on this lineup.
0: When you, when you talk, when you were talking about last year, the team being dependent on Sonny sometimes, the first immediately I thought of the Kentucky game in the SEC Mm -hmm. tournament, you know, well, it was two to one was the final, right? We lost two to one, I believe. Yeah. And, you know, Sonny hits that eighth inning home run. And that's that's all we got that whole day. And, um, yeah, yep. it's just – well, obviously, it's baseball. We'll have days like that. But more times than not, man, it's, you're going to look at this lineup and say there's somebody. And here's the point about Kirby. Okay, it's two for 11. Yeah, but if Ike Irish is nine for 16 and Bryson is 10 for 15, well, I don't care if you get a hit or a walk. If you're on base when those guys come mm. up, that's mm. all I that's what I that's where I need you to be because they're mm. gonna hit you around. So and yeah, you know, uh good on Bryson for being at 667. Like I wouldn't want you to be one down. Um and <laughs> like, you know, but uh, the thing is, is is he gonna bat that forever? No, it'll no. go down, he'll hit yeah. a slump, you know, it's a long season, it's baseball. But if he hits a slump, I, Kirby will come out of it. Um Cooper's going to, you know, I, I think Cooper's going to be fine. I think it's just, it's early. And, yeah. you know, it, if you get in a, everyone goes through slumps in baseball. Yeah. It's, it sucks if you get in a slump in preseason practice because then it's like, yeah. uh, um, but I guarantee you he'll have big hits for us and he'll, uh, you know, he'll be, he'll, he'll I think he's going to end up locking down first base. It'll be okay. Um, mm-hmm. so just the depth, all the different, all the different things that, that we can do. Um, and we got we got dogs man we got guys that battle like we've got guys that want to get in there and I mean th- that's the thing about Ike the thing about I love the most about Ike as we talked about on the last episode is the way he plays the game. he plays the game the right way it's he's mm-hmm. always hustling he's giving it everything he's got and his talent is one of those kind of talents to where people that are casual baseball fans like if you're just an Auburn fan and you you're more football than basketball or whatever. Um, you're going to hear about this. And mm-hmm. eventually you're going to be like, well, damn, I want to go see some of that. I want a part of that. Uh, his talent is so off the charts to me. Uh, I, you said it the uh, first first after the Indiana series, our first podcast review in a series, you mm-hmm. said this guy's going to be one of the all-time Auburn greats. That's mm-hmm. that's not a stretch. You know what I mean? That's not That's not a crazy statement. The guy looks polished. He looks ready right now. I'm with you. I think his number his his jersey is going to be on the wall at Plainsman one day. Um, I'm just super excited for it. And the amount of time that we have him for, um, mm. you know, like we, we've got some years of watching this guy grow and develop. And like, uh, he's just such a fun. He's just such a fun player to watch. And it's a good thing that after the season, it concludes. And I, my understanding is it'll be pretty much right at the conclusion of the season those new upgrades are going to start at Plainsman because wow. th- this guy is going to bring asses to seats. People are going to yeah. want to come watch this kid play because uh, he's just, he's just that bro. He's just that. The fact that we got this guy and I'm to speak to this real quick because it ties yeah. into even Ike even being at all. <clears throat> There's in the news right now, you can look up what's going on in Iowa with their NIL situation. They've got an AD and a collective that aren't on the same page. Look up what happened with Florida and this quarterback they offered thirteen million dollars to, and Florida Florida turns around and says, "Do what? Yeah, you offered him what? They're not on the same page." Everybody at Auburn, and, and I get I get goosebumps saying this. Everybody at Auburn is on the same page. Everyone's yeah. on the same page when it comes to NIL. Lindsay gave a great answer when I asked him about it in our preview show about what go what's going on in the state of Alabama. Um, I'm from Florida, so in Florida, it was if you had a 3.0, then you got what's called a bright future scholarship. Most states, and it's like it's basically you can go in state on a free ride, academic mm-hmm. on academically, and then if you play athletics, you won't count against that team's you know athletic scholarship count. And Alabama being the like the only state in the SEC that doesn't have that puts us at a disadvantage. When mm-hmm. you have a collective like onto victory that is in tune with what Butch needs, that <clears> that talks with Butch, that this is what man, we're able to close that gap. You got a guy like Ike Irish that should be playing double A ball right now. I yeah. mean, you know, um, you got him for several years to play in the mm-hmm. Auburn uniform, man. It, it's this. It's easy for these things to go unnoticed, but yep. when you have all those kind of things in line as a university behind the scenes, it results to wins on the field. And this is a perfect example of that.
1: Mm, absolutely, man. Uh, Ike Irish, when does he do the Soto shuffle? <laughs> when does he do the Soto shuffle, Dustin? I- I'm waiting on it, man. Like, <laughs> I. I- Hey, I want to see it so bad because he's already like when he when he sees when, you know when he sees the pitch and he knows it's going to be a <laughs> ball and he just looks at the pitcher and I'm just like hey bro this is a freshman all right? this is a this is a true freshman all right? and he's already got the swagger bro and he's just uh already right? spitting on it and then he's looking out <laughs> at the pitcher going hey like I'm better than you dog no, like whatever you try to throw me
0: no, he's but. not faced he's and and I, no. I'm like, this is my only critique of ike iris we got to get you a different walkout song my guy we got to get you a different we got to get you a different walkout song and i'm gonna be hard on the boys i hear you walkout songs and i'll i'll get a better i'll put name to song uh, in a couple weeks when i'm up there for southeast of louisiana series but what you talking what i have listened to is straight trash uh you know we had we had some guys last year coming up to some funk and y'all are killing me right now all the way turned up come on i yeah
1: come on yeah um that took me back to when i was in high school so um oh MySpace, damn yeah yeah where you could (laughs) you could play the music on your profile and everything yeah (laughs) your your top your top what eight or ten friends or whatever (laughs) i um but you know dustin one thing i did want to talk about man first before i before i ask you this next question uh i just want to give it a shout out to chris stanfield uh one of our highly uh highly rated highly touted Uh, outfielders will be the future in center field for the Auburn Tigers in the next couple of years Man comes in uh, late Tuesday night and and gets a base knock the first of his career it's it's really really uh, fun to see this for this guy man we know how talented he is and I just wanted to give a huge shout out to him Uh, and we know what Lindsey yeah, we know what Lindsey said, man. Uh, he is the future for the next two years out there in center field after Case and Howell moves right. on. Uh, so to see him already contributing, you know, coming off the bench in a midweek game and and getting a base knock, it was a CNI single, but right back up through the middle. Uh, but it's awesome to see, man. So huge shout out to him. Uh, keep, keep working hard, brother. And uh, we're super proud of you here on this yep. podcast. But Dustin, the one thing I wanted to ask you, man, is the seven-inning run rule. Are you a fan? Do you like it, or do you hate it? You know, I hate
0: it. Uh, <laughs> I hate, I hate yeah. it. I hate. I hate it just as much as the college football committees or whatever the rules committees talking about different ways that they can shorten up the game. I just. Jeez. I don't. I just don't understand it because. If you, you don't have to watch sports, it's not yeah. something that, that you have to do. If it goes too long for you, then just don't watch it. You know, a lot of my friends have tried to get me to watch Yellowstone. And here's the thing. I love Kevin Costner. I don't know if he's Kevin Costner's ever been in a bad movie. I'll tell you what I'm not going to do. Me personally, I'm not going to sit down and watch six, seven seasons of 10 episode seasons when every episode is an hour and a half long. I'm just not going to do it because the amount of ball that I'm going to be missing when this is on, I'm just not capable of doing it. We're in the middle of hockey season, basketball season, baseball's kicking off. Like, no, bro. I don't, you know? So yeah, I'm just, I'm I'm not gonna Now what I don't do is I don't shit on Yellowstone. Like go as long as you want the episodes to go, do whatever you want to do. I'm sure it's a great show. I just it ain't for me, cool beans. <laughs> Why you want to come in here if you don't want to watch 9 innings of baseball because it yeah. lasts too long? Go to bed. Like I don't I just I just don't get it. And here's the thing too. We saw all the young guys get in. You just talked about young center fielder getting in Mike Bello. gets yeah. in, gets a hit. I it's important. You're taking at-bats away from these guys. You're taking reps in the, in the field away from these guys. I just don't understand it. And here's the thing that you're always going to notice. This is this lends more towards football, but always take note of this. Um, they're talking about doing things in the game to shorten the game. But they ain't saying nothing about cutting them five-minute commercial breaks out.
1: That's a fact. That's a fact. Money.
0: money. It ain't about That's what it all
1: boils play. down to. It ain't about the that- game, play. No, no, it's about money. One hundred percent, one hundred percent about money. And uh, you know, th- they've tried things in baseball, like the pitch count. I actually do like the pitch timer, you know, um, I-, I think that is I think that it has sped the game up a little bit, you know, um, but stop changing the rules in sports, man. Like football was meant to be a brutal game. And it is a brutal game. All right. And if you don't want to be brutal, then don't play it. Okay. If you don't want to take any of those chances, then don't play it. Okay. Stop trying to make the baseball games go even faster and faster, you know, and, and, and now you're taking, you're making rules where you're taking the shift away and uh, you're making the, you're making the bases bigger and all this stuff. Like, (laughs) dude, just stop. Like, you're taking the shift away because you want more offense in the game. You want games to be eight to seven every single night, and uh, all this stuff. Like, I like just stop, man. Like let baseball be baseball, let football be football and, you know, let basketball be basketball, even though, you know, they don't really call travels and basketball or anything like that anymore. But, you know, man, just stop, just stop, take a step back from it. But man, Look, big weekend series coming up, USC at at the crib. At the crib, man, was supposed yeah. to be out in L.A. Some weather uh, come about, and they had to reschedule it to Plainsmen and everything. So this is huge, man. This is, this is actually, to me, a chance for Auburn to kind of like put their foot on somebody's throat right here and say, hey, look, we're for real. All right? I know USC hasn't been what they – Used to be in baseball. They used to be an absolute juggernaut, absolute powerhouse. And I know they haven't been that lately, but still, they're still an mm-hmm. all time great program. All right. Yeah. All time great well, baseball program. Powers. Yeah. So, so they're one of the greatest. All right. In history. So, when you have that coming to your house, all right, I need to see Plainsman Park be sold out. Yeah. All right? I need it packed. Yeah. I need the parking garage, every level of it packed out. I need you to be loud. I need you to make a difference, all right, and get behind these guys all three games, all right? Mm -hmm. I I needed all three games, all right? Uh, And I want to sweep, man. I honestly want to sweep. Uh, I want all three games to just uh, Auburn to find a way to win. You know, I don't want to get up 2-0 in the series and have have a letdown like we did against Indiana. But, man, look, what I wanted to ask you, all right, got chase also going friday night we need more than two innings out of him this friday night all right i need to see a better performance saturday we know what gonzo is going to give us okay we expect gonzo to be gonzo gonzo to be great all right sunday we have a tba to be announced all right in your opinion looking at these pitching matchups. All right. And so far, what these pitchers in this rotation has done and what we have gotten to see, who do you think will be the game three starter Sunday for the Auburn Tigers? Before it slips my mind, um good thing about this switch up
0: is SEC network plus baby. Yeah. Thank we were God. destined, we were destined for Pac 12 network.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: and here's the thing, and I don't I don't know this for sure, bro. But just off the top of my head thinking, um if this is like a late scramble, this wasn't the plan. Yeah. So we're probably gonna get the broadcast with our radio crew. Love that. that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they may have found somebody real quick, you know, to fill the gap or whatever, but I would assume, I mean, and uh that happened a lot last year in non-conference games, it even happened in some of the basketball non-conference games. So I'm not sure yeah. on that but I think there's a high possibility of that. And that's, that's perfect. That's freaking awesome. Um, as far as, as a, as a Sunday starter, I think it's going to be Crotchfield, Crotchfeld, And I think that I think they're playing, they're playing, they're playing a little bit of games and why wouldn't you, you don't have to name them. Yeah. Um, just make USC think about it. They already are kind of in a tough situation. You thought you were playing at home and now you've got to oh, come all the way to Alabama when you weren't expecting mm-hmm. it. Um, that's a, that's a quick mental shift up and yeah, they're probably scrambling. They got to get travel together, this, that, and the other. Um, you know, it messed up their schedule a little bit as to how they were going to uh, plan and practice into leading up to the week. So, yeah, just throw another wrench in the system for them. You know, let them let them find out. Um, all we have to go off of is what we saw last Sunday. So I've got to go with it being Crotchfeld, right?
1: I agree 100%. I think that's who it's going to be, Zach uh the lefty uh, that has so much promise coming into this season. Uh, he he pitched really really well against uh, Indiana in that game three. I know that it was kind of out of hand or whatever, but look his stuff his stuff looked sharp to me. He, he looked really good. Velocity was pretty good. Uh, you know, slider looked pretty good. You know, all the off speed looked stout. He was getting weak contact. He was getting ground balls and. You know, I think that's – I think that's the route you got to go. We'll see how it plays out. We'll see what Butch uh, decides. So, man, looking at Auburn and USC, do you think Auburn gets the sweep or do you think USC gets a game? How do you think this thing plays out?
0: I'm excited. I've been excited for this one since I, since it was scheduled. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we take two out of three. Yeah. Think we need two out of three. I'm just not – uh, I just haven't seen enough yet. Obviously, we're really early, so it's whatever. But I just I don't know enough outside of Gonzo yeah. s- starting to give us three. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's kind of where and, I'm at with and, that. And, and I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. And, and, yeah, yeah, you take two out of three, man. You win a series against a Pac-12 opponent who is well-known in the baseball department. And that conference is well-known in, in Omaha in the baseball department. Uh, so you take two out of three. I'm i I'm perfectly fine with that. Uh, what, you would be sitting at five and two on the year, and you've got two series wins with a midweek win? I'm cool with that. I'm fine with that. Um, One guy going into this weekend that you want to see get hot, one guy in this lineup. Chase, uh, uh, oh, in the lineup. Yeah, um, in the lineup. Hmm. I know who it is in the pitching staff. We know it's Chase. Also, we yeah, gotta know, see that. Yeah, I gotta but see if we night from Chase Friday. Um, yeah, in the lineup.
0: I, I would say Kirby, but I mean, he's like with the seven walks, it's like I don't think he's struggling overall at the plate. Yeah. I just think that the ball is not fine in the hole. Um, I would, I would feel really good if I saw a big weekend out of Cooper.
1: Cooper McMurray. I,
0: I would. I, I need to see it. I need it. I mean, whoever's at first, I would prefer it to be him. He was a big transfer, yeah. he was a big pickup. Um, I would prefer to see him get some hits and lock down that first base spot,
1: yeah. Um, and and, and I think Nate, that's a maybe great Nate. Bingo, bingo, hit the nail on the head, my friend. Nate LaRue, who's been hitting the ball hard, bro. Like, yes, yes. he's been hitting the ball hard, can't knock him and say that he's just absolutely struggling or anything like that. He's been hitting piss missiles. It's just been right at people. And I know these things are eventually going to fall. They're going to find gaps and everything like that. But the new stance and everything, I really like it. Uh, He he seems like he's starting to really barrel more baseballs up. And and when I say that, people are like, oh, well, you know, he's not getting base hits. He's just hitting line drives right at people. Guy can't, you know. That one to the
0: second baseman Sunday, it was just like – he just kind of you saw when he was walking back to the dugout he was just like man like yeah I he hit one
1: to, thing he hit one of the shortstop the other night with that was an absolute piss missile All right, and dude just yeah bang you know i mean there's nothing you can <laughs> there's nothing you can do about it man so uh Nate Larue uh i'm putting it all on you my guy uh, 251 mobile alabama product McGill Toulin uh, so th- that is that is my pick. yeah man McGill I'm about i played
0: McGill so Toulin uh, back my freshman year
1: yeah, man, uh, Mac T. All right, they're the uh, they've they've had quite a quite a few good baseball teams uh, over the past couple of years. So uh, I watched Nate hit a ball at their field one night. Uh, they have a they have so it's like McGill's field here, and then behind it is like Davidson High School's field. They play at like the same park. Oh wow! And yeah, and he hit it onto davidson's field in the (laughs) middle in the in in no man's land all right right between the mound and second base bro is where that ball landed okay like i'm not kidding like they they picked it up on the other field it was absolutely insane um so dude Absolutely just hammers the baseball. So I, I want to see him get hot against USC. Mm-hmm. So you got you got Auburn taking two out of three. I do as well. Would love a sweep, but we will certainly take two out of three. And Dustin, before we get out of here, man, look, I'm going to leave it to you, uh, give you the mic, let you rip off whatever's on your mind, man.
0: Remember uh, earlier in the year, I think it was when we lost to West Virginia. I made the point, uh, I'm tired of us when we played Penn State, losing both games. I'm tired yeah. of going to West Virginia and losing to West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Like, these teams that we don't play a lot. Um, yep. So, USC, we're not going to play USC a whole lot in baseball. This is a big opportunity for us. And I want us to win this series. Just This might be a silly thing that just matters to me, but, like, I get tired of it. You know what I mean? Like, the Penn State thing really pisses me off because yeah. when are we going to see him again?
1: Like Absolutely. Ho-
0: hopefully a bowl game so they can just walk around and say, yeah, we got y'all twice. Um, and, yeah, you, you, you caught us with potato head. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. big, you know I mean? So, big opportunity. Say West Virginia, you're going to a crazy place like Morgantown, a historic place, and you, you just play a first half like garbage. USC are 12-time national champions. Mm-hmm. I don't care if this isn't, isn't their best team ever. When you play guys like USC, when you play guys like Miami in baseball, it is a Mm -hmm. big opportunity for your program to make a statement, and you have the opportunity to say, I have series wins coming out the gate versus Indiana and USC. That's pretty freaking good. And when I look around the SEC and I see some of these other teams struggling, and I I can already see it, bro, we're not the seventh team in the West again. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's just kind of where I'm at with that. Appreciate everybody for listening. Look, our views are going up and up and up, and we love it, and we love all you guys, love interacting with you all, all the interactions are going up on Twitter, all that's great. Do us a favor. One thing that hasn't gone up is the likes. You can Mm -hmm. help us out a lot with the algorithm. We like it, you know, maybe leave a comment, that kind of thing. We would love to interact with you on that as well. So we see you guys are coming back, listening to us. We love you. Thank you so much. Just at the end of it, baby, smash that thumbs up button for us. It'll help us out a lot.
1: Love that, Dustin, and then you guys can also catch us on Apple and Spotify. Go leave a five star review uh, if you don't mind. Uh, leave a written review. Uh, tell us what you think about the podcast. We really enjoy doing this stuff. We really enjoy talking Auburn sports. I know there is one big guest. Uh, we will mention it on our next episode when we kind of wind things down. It'll be uh, later. Uh, what in the next couple of days, actually? Right?
0: Yeah, a uh, Little Monday, little spring yeah. football. Little
1: spring yeah, yeah, football. I'll let you. Yeah, I'll let you break that one. I'll let you break that one out on the next episode. We'll talk on that one. Uh, but but a big time guest for the Auburn Tigers, talking Auburn sports. Uh, really big get for me and and Dustin on this podcast. So we're super excited, and we thank each and every one of you for listening. And with that, War Damn Eagle, and we will catch you on the next one. We're out.
0: The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network.